Hey guys, welcome to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our time with Him. And we have a very special guest today. Y'all, this woman is hard to pin down. <laughs> I think I have asked her several times, and she's just busy. She's a busy, busy young woman, and she is none other than my beautiful, fun, sweet daughter, Danielle Liu. <laughs> Danielle, say hi. All right, so Danielle is uh, 16, and she's a senior in high school, and she's just a fun, free-spirited gal, and when she shares Jesus stuff with me, it is always such a unique perspective, Um, and I love it. I love hearing it. I love seeing God through her eyes, and so Danielle, here on our podcast, we just talk about what Jesus tells us, so you can talk about whether or what he has spoken to you through the Bible, your devotionals, through youth group, teachings, prayer, whatever. So you can really share whatever you would like. What has Jesus been telling you lately? Yeah, so in a youth group lately, we had the wonderful Stephen Freeman uh, come for a month, and we uh-huh. went through the book of Jonah, which uh, in the beginning he asked us, you know, what do you think it's about? And almost everyone answered, you know, uh, do what God tells you, there's really no escaping. Uh-huh. But through a deeper dive into that book, you find out through um, chapter by chapter uh-huh. that it's really about, you know, you not being better than anyone else. Okay! Because, <laughs> um... Uh, he shared a really good point, and because we all laugh at Jonah how stupid he was yeah. to run from God, but uh, mm. Stephen said, "Change the name, and it's you." Oh, why are you laughing? Change the name, and it's you. <laughs> how did that feel? <laughs> Exhale of defeat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's about all I can say on that. Because um, we all know Jonah was reluctant to go uh, to Nineveh, but why? He thought he was better. He thought he was just above reproach. He thought that they didn't deserve a second chance, despite no one ever deserving a second chance. Because we all know that, you know, he was part of God's chosen people. Right. But chosen for what? Oh, okay. Answer that question. Chosen for what? Chosen to tell everyone else about the word of God. So really, he's not better than anyone else. Mm. You know, he was not chosen to, you know, just have special treatment. He is not the favorite child, y'all. He is... He is not in that section. Wow, love it. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, And how did that apply to you personally? There are so many people in my school (laughs) that, given the chance, Mm. nope, that's that's not. You don't want that on. That's not podcast friendly. (laughs) You don't want any like recorded information. I can't have have a record of this. (laughs) Okay. So, there's a lot of challenging people at your school. Yeah, just like, you mm. should know better. Or like, you're mm. just ju- very judgmental. Just sitting oh. in my cafeteria chair, just like, what are you doing? So, you're judgmental of them, or they're judgmental of everyone else, or both? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I know I shouldn't really be judging you, and I should be nice to you. Mm. And I'm not mean to them. I just have this look on my face mm-hmm. that the Cubans have patent-pended of, like, <laughs> death in a stare. Mm. You know, like kicking a cup, death in a stair. Got it. You know? All right. <laughs> and I'm just... We'll make t-shirts. <laughs> oh, lovely. It's just been really difficult to like, mm-hmm. you know, be like Jesus. Yeah. And just so our hearers can have the information, 
Um, Danielle does go to public school. So I had homeschooled all my kids through middle school and then prayerfully sent them into public school. So far, so good. Danielle's my last one. So I will let you know how this ends. <laughs> um, mm. So yeah, so there are a lot of different types of people in yeah. public school and sometimes those people are hard to deal with. Yeah, they range from immaturity to stupidity. Mm. Just Okay, so how does uh, knowing about the book of Jonah and what Stephen taught and what it's really about, how does that help you deal with these challenging people? Well, what he says still sticks around and changes the name and it's you. Mm. And I'm just like, I don't like that, but I don't think anyone would. <laughs> you know? Got it. I've never met anyone who's like, yes, I enjoy being called out and held accountable. No. <laughs> Let's be honest, all right? Okay. No. That's not how it works. Um, <laughs> Fair. That's very good. <laughs> but I'm like, if you can deal with me, then like, mm. should be able to deal with them. So by you, you mean God. So Yeah. Okay. That is actually really helpful. So it sounds like this has helped you understand how God deals with you mercifully. Even though in God's economy and righteous standards, no shade, but you're a hot mess. Right? It's just a mess. Just Not, a mess. There's something hot about this mess, all right? Okay. Just... <laughs> okay, 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 fair. So Straight by understanding up. how God deals with you mercifully, that helps you what? Be more merciful? Be more patient? Yeah, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, keeps me accountable. Accountable. Awesome. Just like, cause mm. the amount of, t- I'm, I'm just going to be honest, the amount of times mm-hmm. that I've had the opportunity mm. and the immense temptation to verbally rip them to shreds. Mm. And it wouldn't even be like insults or pointless insults. It'd be like calling them out on, you know, yeah, their, their whack doing. Cause <laughs> while I am trying to, you know, show God's love and be merciful and represent. Oh, yeah, it's hard. My frustration is not coming from nowhere. Mm. So even when you're justified in being frustrated because exactly. they are behaving badly or... They're coming after me and I'm just sitting there with like the... It's it's like the same expression you have when we're driving, which is like you're trying to appear calm on the outside, <laughs> but <laughs> you're fighting for your life on the inside. Wait a minute, I feel attacked, did you? <laughs> Heard. Okay. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. That felt real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What, yeah. um, okay, wow, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, and knowing when to try to have a civilized conversation and when to just ignore it. Oh. Because some people just want to be mad. I, like you said, I'm a senior, and there's mm. at least two people I can think of <clears throat> who are still bitter over things that happened freshman year. Like, I'm all set to, like, laugh at it and let it go, but they're still bitter. They still, they're still passive-aggressive. And I'm just mm. like... And I've tried talking to some of them, and their response to me was, F off. Wow. Never talk to me again. Wow. And they didn't even tell me. They told it to a friend who told me. Mm. And I'm just like... I'm sorry that happened. Because of how I was raised. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have, like, this expectation that, you know, everyone should... You know, we're, we're... At the time, we were juniors. Like, we should be... We're old enough to, you know, be able to talk this out like civilized human beings. Mm. Still nothing. Wow. So the, letting that go has just been hard because I'm a peacemaker. You know, I don't mm. like. You don't like knowing that like, you and someone are. You don't need to like odds. me, but at least make my intentions clear. 
Mm. You know? Yeah. But honestly, some people just want an excuse to be mad. They just want to talk crap. And you know what? Live your life. Mm. It's not my business anymore. Yeah. What, uh, one of my one of the things that um, one of my teachers said to me sophomore year, Miss McDuffie, uh, she had a sign on the wall or something. It's like, what you think of me is none of my business. Ooh. That's also very true. Wow. That is very helpful. And I feel like as a young woman, as a teenager, even though you have a really strong sense of who you are, it's still hard knowing that people think ill of you. I mean, I I think it'd be hard for anyone. Maybe yeah. not anyone, but... And in a way, it's helped. Because, mm, you helped? know, uh, people being terrible. Uh-huh. Because, um, you know, like you said in previous times, things just have a way of working out for me. Yeah, or I can I can just, like, twist it to, you know, see it for good. Is that when people spread rumors, mm. no matter how untrue they might be, mm. it shows me who my real friends are and who I want to have by my side. Mm. Because the ones who hear it will either talk to me and like, hey, what's going on with this? And the ones who are just using me to get something out of me for them, like whether it's homework answers, yeah. someone to just event to, they'll just like listen to it and leave. Mm. It's God's natural selection system. God's natural selection system. And you know what? Wow. I'm just okay with it at this point. Wow. And so with the people who come back and talk to you, you can discern, yeah, these are people that I can be friends with. And those who don't continue to spread rumors or speak ill of you, you can just let them go or you're working on letting them go. I can just let them go. Mm. Like if you don't want anything to do with me, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be passive aggressive. You chose to leave. Mm, Bye. That's incredible. I hope that you can continue to have that, those like mental boundaries. That's really good, honey. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Because I mean, while the while I've uh, had more trouble dealing with the students, my fellow students in yeah. school, I have a lot of good teachers. Oh, good. Mr. Thompson, for example, Aww. he's my uh, English and speech teacher. Yeah. Um, and today he went on a whole like impassioned speech. He prefers yeah. that to the term rant. <laughs> okay. Um, he's like, in any situation, you have to ask, like, what's in it for me? Hmm. Like, you shouldn't look at situations and friendships and think just about yourself. Right. But if you're the only one giving, hmm. then it's just not healthy for your, your mental health, your whatever. Like, right. You have to hmm. learn to take care of yourself, too. Because if you are just constantly giving and yeah. you're being depleted... Yeah then you'll have nothing left to give mm. and then you'll just be exhausted and then people who are used to taking from you mm-hmm. can no longer, you know, receive. Wow. And then it's just like the giving tree. Oh, I remember that book. That book still tears you apart. It's still, I, I cry every time. Every time it wrecks me. But I do love that idea and it's, I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like in Christian circles, sometimes that can sound either selfish or um, kind of uh, psychology-based instead of Bible-based. But there is wisdom. There's wisdom in um, who you allow in your life. There's wisdom to know when relationships need boundaries. So, um, I mean, the entire book of Proverbs, I think, is a a great place to start with that. What it uh, teaches is how to deal with fools right a fool uh rages and and scoffs and there is no rest so 
I don't know, and I can't think of any verses off the top of my head, but I remember reading things like, you can correct a fool, but then he'll he'll hate you, or correct a mocker, he'll hate you even more, correct a, a wise man, he, he will love you. Um, so yeah, so I, I do appreciate that principle, and I think it's, I think it's really, really good. Because mm. I feel like people do lean one way or the other. Yes, I think so too, depending on our wiring. Yeah. Do you typically lean towards giving too much? Giving too much. I think I think so too. And that's on being a people pleaser. <laughs> so how has how has Jesus time helped you with that aspect of who you are? Is loving people, which is good, with the right boundaries, which is wise. And it's okay if you say, I don't know. You don't have to, that's kind of a thinking question. Not taking on as much as I used to. Because mm -hmm. it's not my job. I, I'm i not responsible for anyone's happiness. Mm. I can certainly help. Like, And I feel like that was my job. For those of you who are just listening, I had heavy quotation marks. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I thought it was my responsibility to, like, just be there for everyone oh, all the time. Got it. You got problems? Put on my counselor pants. Let's go. What's up? Put it. Get in my um, Frank Lou therapy position. <laughs> Patent pending. Patent pending. Uh, <laughs> Frank Lou is my husband, who is a pastor therapist and exceedingly wise. I'm gonna put it on the record that he's the Asian Solomon. All right, you can continue. <laughs> <laughs> had, had to add the Asian in there, huh? Yes. Of course. Okay. Give us a little spice. A little spice. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I can like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Explaining is hard. It's, yeah, it is hard. But I'm you... only, I'm only uh, exceed, exceedingly articulate when there's no one to listen. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not always the case. It is, I um, know baby, that's fine. Just like letting people know like I'm here for you if you wanna hang out or whatever, mm -hmm. but like I can't solve all your problems. It's not what I'm here for. Mm, right, like, that's what Jesus is here for. Right. I, I can be your, your little guide to the Bible or to someone mm. who's more well equipped. Because growing Excellent. up as the daughter of a counselor pastor, yeah. I've always, you know, I've, I'm exceedingly good at solving anyone's problems but myself. <laughs> Unless it comes to math. You're on your own. Um, <laughs> Fair. So everyone, I'm, I'm what's known nowadays as the therapist friend. Really? I am. Okay. I'm the relationship and regular counselor of my school. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this happened, um, mm. but just you know, drawing healthy boundaries, Good just job. like or just like knowing when to like wash your hands in the situation, because mm. there are some people who genuinely seek advice, and right. others who ask you what to do, ignore you, get hurt. Repeat. Repeat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I... I'm just like at this point, like mm. I can't help you. Mm. Yeah, you're right. And like, I've been proven right, and they just mm. kind of like never bring it up again. Yeah. Like, my friend went in to date this guy. Mm. I wonder about him. She didn't listen. Mm. <laughs> then broke up like a month ago. Okay. Not that you're happy about no. it. No. But you're, you were like, I told you. Of course you don't say that, because yeah. what, what's the benefit? Right? I know. It's like... And I love that, too, because going back to what you said at the beginning with Jonah, how God showed you, you're not better than anybody. Yeah. So even when you tell your friends something and it's wise and they don't do it and they reap the consequences and they come back to you, I feel like that's our relationship with God a lot of times too. Yep. So has that ever happened with you and God about he's told you something, you've kind of gone your own way 
and you're like, oop, and then you come back. And None you- that come to mind. Okay. Just slightly different, like making the same mistake. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. Mm. And then I'm just like, I died. Okay. <laughs> so gotcha. So certain things in your life, and you don't have to be specific if you're not comfortable, mm. but so there have been certain things in your life where you kind of keep stumbling and you're like, okay, I'm done with that. But then you're like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true for all of us and the Apostle Paul, right? Like if Paul, who was basically hit over the head by Jesus two by four with blindness and God was like, you're going to spread the gospel to the Gentiles. He was, he was God's man. And even he was like in Romans seven, the very thing I want to do, I end up not doing. And the thing I don't want to do, I end up doing. So, yes, that is pretty much standard, I think, for humankind. You're not alone, my dear. Cheers. Cheers. So, um, I have enjoyed this so much, Danielle. Is there anything about Jesus that you want to finish up with? Either what he means to you personally or anything else that you have that you would like to say. I'm going to think of the perfect thing right after we end this podcast. Okay. But as of now, no. no. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome. Well, Danielle, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today and sharing about your Jesus time. Of course. All right. And if you ever need me, like King George the Third, I'll be back. <laughs> okay. The Hamilton reference for all of you fans out there. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Jesus Time, guys. Talk to you later. Be blessed.